thank you for joining me on another episode of She Leads Now podcast, where we help career and entrepreneurial women gain the tools to develop a success mindset, create winning strategies, build collaborative relationships, and take bold action towards creating impact and fulfillment in their lives and careers. I'm your host, Sabine Gideon, and I'm on a mission to awaken and activate women and emerging leaders so they can tap into their innate leadership ability, elevate their influence, and create the impact they were destined to make. If you're ready to up-level your confidence, courage, and influence, you've come to the right place. Join me weekly for insights, strategies, and resources to help you grow, develop, and embody the leader you were meant to be so that you can make the impact you know you are called to make and establish the legacy you've always dreamed. The world eagerly awaits the emergence of your brilliance, impact, and influence. So with that, let's dive into this week's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of She Leads Now. I'm your host, Sabine Gideon, and I'm excited to be bringing you another episode of the podcast. This is a solo episode, and if you're watching this, you can see that I am recording this on actual Christmas Day. And so thank you so much for joining me this week. If you are completely new to the show, welcome. If you are a longtime listener, welcome back. I appreciate you being a longtime listener. Hopefully this is going to be a short episode, but we'll see where things go. So for those of you who have been listening to the show for a while, um, just wanted to come on real quick on this end of the year episode to give you some updates on what's coming up next, what you can expect from the show, and provide some encouragement as we move into, or I should say, as we close one chapter and open up a new one. So as of last week, we wrapped up the Women in Power series. And so that is a series that I have been doing behind the scenes and plan to launch in 2024, which is really focused on helping us as women really uncover some of the power dynamics that exist in our society and being able to identify where and how we want to make changes, what still serves us, what still works for us, and what no longer works for us. And so with that, I've had conversations with women at the C-suite level. This has been women at the executive level in organizations, in government, as well as their own businesses. And we've had the conversation of really breaking down what does power mean to us? And not just power, but the ways that power shows up. So power in the form of authority, power in the form of influence, and power in the form of everything else that we've defined it as. And it's been very, very interesting to hear the takes of these women based on their own experiences and based on the way that they are leveraging their own power in their spheres of influence. And part of the reason why I want to have this conversation is, you know, as we look at the statistics, as we look at the data, right, we're looking at a, a space in less than six years from now where women, not only will we be the uh, majority in our population, but we will be the ones holding the money. 
We will be the ones in positions of power, positions of authority, and positions of influence. And so I wanted to take this time right now to start to sow the seeds in the minds of the amazing women who tune into the this podcast and who are part of this community to really examine how do we define power? What is our relationship with it? What is our resistance to it? How do we define authority? What is our relationship and a resistance to that? And what is our relationship and willingness to embrace our ability to influence? And so I look forward to sharing that series with you later on in 2024, but wanted to give you the heads up that your girl has been behind the scenes and looking ahead and looking at what are the things that are really going to put women on the map? What are the things that we need to be conscious and aware of now so that if and when, you know, the time comes, we we are ready. We are we are positioned. We have made the shifts in our own subconsciousness around what those things mean to us and how we relate to them and how we leverage them and how we utilize them to really step into our identity, step into our power, step into our glory, if you will as women, as women of influence. So be on the lookout for that. Um, And the cool thing about that series is I was consistent in asking the women the same question, having every woman define power, authority, and influence. And so in a few months, you will hear how each of these powerhouses defined it for themselves. But I also invite you in the meantime to start to think about what are your definitions? How do you define these words? What has been your experience with these words? Where do you have resistance? Where do you embrace? Which one of these words just absolutely you know, strike a nerve for you? And which ones are you kind of like, huh, I never saw it that way. So that's my invitation to you as we get ready to share this uh, series with the world. So that is uh, that is an upcoming series on the She Leads Now podcast, uh, the women in power. And, you know, I'll, I'll come up with some name for it when, when the time has come, but wanted to give you a chance to start to examine what it means to you. Um, The next thing, as far as immediate series that are coming up, I am going to start the year off with a women and money series. So just as important as it is for us to examine our relationship with power, it is also important for us to start examining our relationship with money. Why? Because you look at the statistics, you look at the data, We're not the majority in that space. We're not the one holding it. We're not the one creating it. We're not the one manifesting it at the levels of our male counterparts. Now, again, this isn't about men versus women. The question is, why aren't we creating it, manifesting it, gaining it, earning it, whatever you want to call it, at the rate of our male counterparts? Where is the breakdown? What is it that they know that we don't know? Or what is it that they know and have embraced that we don't yet know and or have embraced? And so the Women in Power series is meant to, you know, touch on a few different areas. First of all, your money mindset, right? Digging deep (laughs) into the wells of your subconscious and identifying places or areas in which, you know, you internalize some messages about money from your childhood 
that are still playing in the background that no longer serve you? Secondly, how do you create more, whether that's creating more at your job, whether that's creating more in your business, whether that's just creating more in your life in general, and then how do you grow it? How can we leverage some of these strategies that are out there that our male counterparts have always known about that can then aid us in growing our own resources so that we can make a greater impact, that we can serve more people and that we can you know, leverage it to create our legacies, to help heal humanity, whatever that end goal, whatever that North Star or that purpose that is driving you. So be on the lookout for uh, Q1 and Q2 of the She Leads Now podcast, which is also getting another name, but I'll get to that. Um, where we will really dissect a lot of the thoughts, the beliefs, the emotions, the patterns that have been created around money specifically for women, and then start to build, start to build on the pieces of knowledge, of education, of training, of what it means to create, to earn, to grow more money, more capital, more resources so that we can have a greater impact in 2024 and beyond. So be on the lookout for that. One more thing that I wanted to point out here is if you haven't already checked out She Leads Network, enrollment is open. So what does that mean? That means that I have created a space, a container, if you will, for ambitious, impact-driven, purpose-driven, whatever you want to put there, women who are wanting to create something beyond themselves, something that will last, something that will have a greater impact. I've created this container for us to come together, for us to learn, for us to grow, for us to collaborate and to network with each other to be able to do so, leveraging each other's resources, leveraging each other's knowledge, leveraging each other's social capital, if you will, So if you're looking for a space where community, collaboration, and coaching exist all in one, I invite you to check out She Leads Network. It is the premium mastermind community for ambitious, impact-driven women who are not just looking to grow for their own sake, but are looking to grow so that they can turn around and impact the lives of those who are around them in whatever capacity that is. So enrollment is open. You can check it out at sheleadsnetwork.com. I encourage you to do so. If you have questions, of course, you can always reach out to me at support at sabinegideon.com. And I'm happy to answer those questions for you. So one other update that I want to share with you coming up in 2024 is with regards to the name change. Now, if you've listened to the last couple of episodes, I've alluded to this, I've hinted at this, that She Leads Now is going to get a name change. Now, I'm going to hold off on releasing or sharing the actual name change until our anniversary episode, which will happen at the end of January. Um, And that reminds me, if you have been a listener, if you're a new listener and you would like to be in the spotlight for our anniversary year of two years in the month of January, please don't hesitate and reach out to me at support at sabinegideon.com. Put in the subject line, I want to be in the spotlight so that I can reach out to you and spotlight you, your work, your business, whatever it is during the month of January, which is our anniversary month. 
So again, for those of you who are listeners, I want to spotlight you. We've had a really, really big year. A lot of milestones hit because of you specifically. So I want to be able to shout you out. I want to be able to promote you. I want to be able to share with a broader audience the amazing work that you're doing. So please feel free to send me an email at support at sabinegideon.com and we'll either do an actual interview uh, or we'll do a questionnaire and I will share your details with the audience. Um, So with that, going back to the changes uh, for 2024 with the podcast, the podcast is getting a new name. It's part of me leaning into my word of 2024, which is alignment. And that is another call out. If you have not listened to last week's episode on choosing your word of the year, please go back and do so. And it'll help support you in identifying your word for the year and the values that you can align with for your lifestyle, for your career, for your your money situation or your finances for the year. So those are the updates that are coming up. Those are the things that have been happening behind the scenes as we wrap up this year at the time of this recording. A couple of things came up this week and to leave you a couple of words of encouragement. You know, by the time we chat again, it'll be a completely new year. And every year, you know, I go into the space of reflection um, and also to help me anchor into what it is that I want to create the following year. So when I ask myself the question, this time next year, Sabine, who do you want to be? What do you want to be talking about? What do you want to be looking back on as your wins and your greatest challenges and your greatest opportunities, right? Every year at the end of the year, I'm not only looking back at the year itself to see all of the great things, all of the obstacles, but I'm also looking at the year ahead, like a full year ahead to ask myself this time next year, Sabine, what do you want that that narrative to be? As I ask all my guests, what do you want that legacy to be? What do you want the story to be this time next year? And so for those of you who have been listening this year, you know that this year has been a growth year for me on so many different levels, personal, professional, um, every dimension, mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, you name it. Um, Every aspect of my life has been challenged. And I don't say that as to say like, oh my gosh, woe is me. I say that to say, you know, last year, this time last year, I made a decision. I made several decisions actually, but I made one key decision and one key decision that I wanted my life to reflect wealth in every area. And when I say every area, I mean mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, financial, I think I said emotional, um, relational territorial, generational, you name it. So I want to make sure I got them all. So that's emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, financial, relational, generational, territorial. Those were the eight dimensions of of wealth that I had identified. And at the end of last year, I decided that I wanted to be wealthy 
in every one of those areas. And I know that for many of us, especially those of us in the Western uh, world, we primarily associate wealth with finances, but we're so much more than our finances. And therefore, so much more of us deserves to be wealthy, or I should say has the opportunity to be wealthy. And I decided that I wanted to be wealthy in every single area and aspect of my life. With that (laughs) came a lot of growing, came a lot of shedding, came a lot of pain, came a lot of seeing things that at one point I did not want to see or I could not see that I could no longer unsee. And with that also came a lot of decisions of letting go of things, of people, of experiences, and of circumstances that did not reflect who I wanted to be. They may have reflected who I was at one point, but they didn't reflect who I wanted to be. And so, you know, I say that this year has been a growth year. It has been a challenging year. At times it has been a painful year. At times it's been a joyous year. And at times it's been full of awe, (laughs) I guess is the best way to put it. So I share that to share, you know, as I've been having wrap up conversations with some of my clients whether their year was triggered by catalysts such as losing their job, deciding to start a new business, to s- deciding to start a new job, a move. There are different, different catalysts, but nonetheless, I found myself surrounded with other powerful women who were in these states of transition that didn't really feel powerful didn't really feel like they were growing, didn't really feel like they were, quote unquote, living their best life. But nonetheless, at some point, similar to me, they had made a decision that they were no longer in agreement with their current reality and that they wanted to create a new reality. And so that triggered, (laughs) if you will, a, a force of change, transition, discomfort, you name it upon them to help them reach that other side that they were envisioning. So I'm sharing this to share for those of you who have been listening to the podcast, you know, over the last year, over the last two years, or maybe this is your first time listening. If you have been in a season of growth, if you have been a season of transition, if you have been in a season of discomfort, If you have been in a season of feeling out of control, you're in good company. You are in great company, as a matter of fact, because the fact that you still keep showing up, you still keep doing the work, you still keep moving through the discomfort, the feelings of feeling out of control, the feelings of hurt, the feelings of all the things, right? And you're still moving forward. That is a sign that you will, you will get on the other side. And so for those of you who are in the trenches, I, I, at one point at this year, I called it in the darkness of my soul. Um, For those of you who are sitting in the darkness of your soul, know that I see you, know that I know where you are, 
know that as long as you don't give up, as long as you don't throw in the towel, you will make it into the space of light. You get to control that. You get to decide when you move into the space of light. Yes, I think there is a period in which we need to examine, we need to sit in, right? We need to feel the feels of the darkness of our souls. But then when we're ready, we get to move into light. We get to move into healing. We get to move into peace and we get to move into calm. So I commend you for taking those steps into the darkness of your soul. And I commend you for continuing the journey into the space of light. And for those of you who are entering into the transformation chamber, whether it is willingly or unwillingly, because life is lifing or life will life at you, I welcome you into the place of growth, into the place of flourishing, into the place of thriving. And know that I am here for you as you move through the process. Because the only way through it is through it. And so one of the things that I shared with one of my clients, two things I'm going to share with you. One of the things that I shared with one of my clients this week is that, you know, if we think about growth, we often romanticize growth, especially our own personal growth as like this beautiful thing in which, you know, we decide we're going to grow or we're going to decide to level up. And then we do the work and all of a sudden we're at this next space. For those of us who have done it enough, we know that it does not go that way. Growth, first and foremost, is not linear. <laughs> it goes down into the deep, 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 deep trenches of our soul at times, depending on how far we're looking to grow or how, how much we're looking to grow. And that growth, oftentimes there is a period of that messy middle. And that messy middle is when you feel out of control, when you feel like you don't know left from right, when you feel like even if you wanted support, you don't know what to ask for because it's it's not what you used to experience. It's not what you're used to. And so you, your subconscious mind, your body, your soul, your being, everything is in limbo, so to speak. And so, you know, while growth is romanticized and it's, you know, like, especially in our society, like, oh my gosh, growth is this beautiful thing. Yes, growth is beautiful when you get on the other side. But in the beginning, in the middle, and until you get to the end, it can feel challenging and it can feel like it's not growth. It can feel like you're not moving. It can feel like there's there's nothing there. There's void, in fact. And so the analogy that I shared with her is when you look at nature, you look at the trees. You know, I, I grew up in Connecticut, right? So I'm very used to four seasons. You go from the summer where, you know, the trees are treeing <laughs> to their best ability. And then fall hits and their their leaves start to turn these beautiful brown and orange colors and we're amazed and then just a few weeks later they're shed to the ground and these once beautiful trees that we used to look at majestically 
are brittle, (laughs) are bare because they have nothing on them. And then a few weeks later, we start to see the budding. And that's the same process of growth that we experience. So for those of you who have been in the transformation chamber, as I like to call it, just know that as long as you stay in the game, whatever it is, what whoever it is that you're going to be when you come out on the other side, it's going to be a beautiful reproduction of who you are. And not only that, it's going to be a better version of you. So if you're looking for encouragement because things are things seem hard, things seem dark, just know that as long as you continue to move forward, as long as you keep showing up, as long as you keep taking those steps, it is inevitable that you will meet the next best version of you on the other side of this transformation chamber. And then one other thing that I wanted to share was that I know this year has been a big year of growth and transition for many of you. I'm proud of you for leaning in versus plowing through, for searching for guidance versus coming up with all the solutions, for surrendering when you wanted to be in control. And for that, I pray every seed sown this season comes back to you in lavish abundance, grace, and prosperity for seasons to come. For those of us who in the season (laughs) or series of seasons did the opposite of what was natural to us, did the opposite of what we had been programmed to do, and we surrendered, we let go of our control, we leaned in, we learned, We chose to go with the flow. I want you to know that that decision to do the opposite of what your old version or or what the old version of yourself used to do, that you will see the growth. You will see things manifesting in ways that they have never manifested before. So I leave you with that for this year. No matter where you fall in the spectrum, know that I see you. I may not know your specific circumstance. I am rooting for you. I am cheering for you. And I am waiting for you on the other side. With that, have a wonderful holiday week. Have a happy new year. And I can't wait to see you all, chat with you all in 2024. When we are together again in the newness of the year, in the newness of our goals, in the newness of life. Talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of She Leads Now. If you found today's episode helpful or got a piece of insight that you plan to implement in your business or organization, I would love to hear from you. Connect with me on LinkedIn at Sabine Gideon, that's my handle, and send me a private message or feel free to go ahead and leave a review on either Apple or Spotify. I also invite you to share this episode with anyone in your network who you think might benefit from this content. Lastly, be sure to check the show notes and the description below for links to resources, including relevant downloads, articles, and any upcoming training. Until we chat again, have a blessed and powerful week.